Welcome back to the Suraj podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind hunted a vicious tiger only with a sword and a shield, baiting it and then slicing it in two. Jahangir and his soldiers were blown away by this and they soon after went back to their encampments, which is where chapter 56 now picks up. The night had passed. Guru Hargobind woke up in the early morning, adorning himself with weapons and fine clothes, then holding a divan, a court session. Everyone in the city now had heard of the story of Guru Hargobind killing this tiger. So as people were walking towards the divan in the morning, some of them were telling the story of the tiger hunt, others were listening to it attentively. When they came to receive the darshan, the divine sight of Guru Hargobind, they all asked about this story. and you know, were inquiring if the Guru was wounded in any way during the encounter. The community leaders, the Masans, told everyone that Guru Hargobind had killed this vicious tiger as easily as one would kill a jackal. So, uh, it was around this time in the morning that Vizir Khan had come. He clasped his hands together and lowered his head. And he, as he was walking into the Divan, he sat near Guru Hargobind and praised Guru Hargobind greatly. He was saying, The Emperor desires to come here to see you. You need not come to the fort. He will himself come here. So we should all stay here. He sent me with this message. He was so greatly pleased to seeing your strength and bravery. So Vizir Khan said this and then sat there with Guru Hargobind enjoying the Divan session while in the fort of Delhi, Jahangir was getting ready to come see the Guru at Majnu Tille. So Guru Hargobind had great sheets laid out for the Divan session. And for Jahangir, he had placed out a special seat, then placing on top of that seat a very fine and large cushion. Guru Hargobind was sitting on the throne. Beautiful whisks were being waved behind the Guru. It was a very large gathering with countless Sikhs coming there to see the Guru. Jahangir had now arrived on horseback. He saw the massive divan and he dismounted off of his horse. He bowed down to the Guru and then sat on that special seat the Guru had laid out for him. He then began to speak to the Guru about the hunting expedition they went on. He said, Guru Hargobind, you killed such a powerful tiger and then you explained his last, his previous life to me. The seat of the Guru is truly full of miracles and you bestow great happiness and wisdom to your six. Guru Hargobind heard this and then replied, At the end of one's life, whatever thought or desires the mind has or entertains, that is the life that one takes afterwards. And they are bound by that, experiencing whatever pain or pleasure they may. Then Jahangir was sitting there listening to these teachings for around about half an hour with great enthusiasm before then departing. And in this way, many days passed where the emperor would come, see the guru, and listen to his teachings. Guru Hargobind would also bestow great bliss to his Sikhs during these Divan sessions who would come from the local areas all around Majnu They were so overjoyed sitting there with the guru, 
receiving the Guru's darshan, his divine sight. Guru Hargobind's eyes were very wide. They were like lotus flowers blooming. The corner of his eyes were sharp like an arrowhead. The six viewing the Guru would come and have all of their desires fulfilled. They would bring with them countless offerings for the Guru. And in this way, Guru Hargobind spent some time here spreading the message of Sikhi around Delhi. And it was around this time that Jahangir was thinking of heading out of Delhi. So he sent Vizir Khan to convey this message to Guru Hargobind. So Vizir Khan then came again into the, the Darbar of Guru Hargobind, bowing down before saying, The Emperor wishes to leave Delhi and requests that you join him. He wants to go to Agra and spend some time there. Please travel with us on this long journey. The Emperor really wishes that you join him for the journey. All along the way, you can enjoy hunting. There are some great jungles on the path. So the Emperor has requested this with great love. So please be graceful on us and, and come with us. So Guru Hargobin heard this, then began to mount up and mobilize his small group of warriors. They set off and along the way, wherever they got the chance, they would hunt, chasing after and killing many deer. The emperor saw Guru Hargobin's hunting ability and was in awe. Guru Hargobin would every now and then meet with Jahangir along the way. And when they reached Agra, they set up their encampments in a clear and open space. And they stayed there for some time. And Jahangir would every now and then come and call for Guru Hargobind and they would meet. Sometimes they would go out hunting um, and they would travel a little outside of the city to do that. One day the emperor heard that some people were calling Guru Hargobind the true emperor, Satcha Patasha. And a little doubt arose in his mind, thinking that, is Guru Hargobind trying to attain a higher position than me? So this thought was in the back of Jahangir's head now, thinking, now how did he get this title from people? What does this mean for me? How are they giving this title to just a man? You know, how did he receive that much praise? So one day, they were both out hunting, and they met each other. Jahangir respectfully said, Oh Guru Hargobind, I've heard that the world calls you Satcha Padsha, the true emperor. Why is this? It makes sense for you to have the title of Guru, just like the previous Gurus, but true emperor? Really? Guru Hargobind then replied, saying, This is just what people of the world say. They come from far and wide, bringing many gifts to us. We have never told them to call us in a specific manner. They themselves have placed this name on us. Guru Hargobind explained this to Jahangir, but Jahangir wasn't really convinced in his heart. Guru Hargobind realized this, that Jahangir wouldn't understand without seeing the reason in front of his own eyes first. So in Agra though, there were many other Sikhs who were coming from all around that area to see the Guru, bringing with them their best offerings that they could afford. They would also bring Prashad with them as well. Whatever desires they had, when they came to see the Guru, these desires were fulfilled in meeting and receiving the Guru's darshan. They looked at the Guru who was so beautiful, so tall and strong. His round face looked as radiant and as beautiful as the moon. He had such long and strong arms, a wide chest, 
His teeth looked like a line of diamonds. His lotus-like eyes were filled with gracefulness. Wherever they glanced, they destroyed the spiritual bondages of others. These are the beautiful qualities of Guru Hargobin, which were apparent to everyone there who received the Guru's darshan. The congregation was just in so much bliss during the Divan sessions. The Guru's warriors looked so glorious and regal, standing there armed. The Sikhs amongst themselves were saying, if ever and when there's a battle, Guru Hargobin will destroy any and all the warriors that face off against them. This was the type of praise of Guru Hargobin that was spreading across the land now. When they went to go meet with the Guru, Guru Hargobin was so kind and caring, asking everyone there in the Divan session how they were, how their travel was, getting to this area, not missing anyone in the mass of crowds, and, bes bes and bestowing his graceful glance on everyone. Countless Sikhs and villagers from around Agra were streaming in to see the Guru, hearing and reciting the praise of the Guru all along the way. They were thinking that coming to see the Guru would not only help in this life, but also in the next. The gathering the Guru was holding was increasing in size day by day. The countless Sikhs attaining the vision of the Guru were in bliss. Whatever desire they had in their mind, the Guru would fulfill that desire. So one day Jahangir mounted up on his horse and went hunting. He asked Guru Hargobind to join him as well and they both set off. The two of them were traveling along the path on their horses, sometimes making their horses jump up, enjoying the route chatting along the way as well. They had a hunting party with them with plenty of hawks, hunting dogs, cheetahs on carts as we had discussed before. They were heading towards uh, areas where there were many deer. The hunting assistants were letting out the hawks and these hawks were then swooping down and killing the smaller birds. Both Guru Hargobind and Jahangir were alongside each other riding and galloping at quick speed into the forest, circling many animals in the forest and then killing them. Whatever animal came in front of them didn't stand a chance. Guru Hargobind was shooting them down with his arrows and Jahangir killed many as well. The hunting dogs were helping out, chasing down animals, encircling them, and the cheetahs were then pouncing on these animals. In this way, Guru Hargobind hunted with Jahangir that day, traveling along in the forest. It was afternoon time now, and the sun was really hot on this day. So Guru Hargobin and Jahangir were looking for a place to rest. They left the forest and looked for some open space with maybe a tree providing some shade. So they found one spot with some trees. Jahangir found a beautiful tree and he was really tired from the hunting. So he dismounted under one tree, he laid down. At some distance, Guru Hargobin also found another tree and he also dismounted and rested there for the afternoon. So this is how chapter 56 concludes. In the next chapter, we're gonna hear of a Sikh who comes to meet with Jahangir and Guru Hargobin while they are resting under their trees. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.